Hey everyone. Hey. Welcome to season two, episode three of Get, Get the, the Picture. Picture. I'm Nay. And I'm Casey. We're so excited for episode three of Get the Picture, where we're talking about the little things. And so in this, the scripture is inspired from Matthew 25 and verse 14. And we're going to get into that in a little bit. But um, as we were preparing for this particular episode, Holy Spirit was just laying on our hearts about how God is in the small things in our lives, or as Nay likes to say, the details yeah the details and so we want to get into a little bit of the nitty-gritty of what the word says concerning our lives and how we're supposed to acknowledge God in every single aspect of our lives and so some of the scriptures that you'll see that we'll bring out today are very familiar scriptures but we want to take a fresh perspective on it and uh, really see how we can apply it to our lives and so without further ado we are going to get straight into the word of God yes let's go yes so again we're going to start in Matthew chapter 25 and verse 14 um, and I'm going to read a few scriptures out of that. And Which um, version are you reading out of? Yeah, I'm going to read it out of the New King James Version for right now. I don't know if I'll swap over, but we'll stick with that for right now. Surprise, surprise, not the Passion Translation. <laughs> I know. She's that girl, y'all. If y'all haven't picked up by now, we just absolutely love the Passion Translation. We do. Yeah, she's great. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait until they finish the rest of the Bible on that, but yeah. Okay, so um, verse 14 in chapter 25 says, For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, and to another two, and to another one, to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. And then he who had received five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. So he ended up with ten. And likewise, he who had received two gained two more. So he ended up with four. But he who had received one went and dug it, um, dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. Basically, he came to find out what they did with the money. And so he had received five talents. He who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. But look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things, and I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. And he who also had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them. And his Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things, and I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you had... You, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering um, where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what, it, what is yours. But the Lord answered, and he said to him, You wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reaped where I have not sown and gathered where I have not scattered. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I would have received back my own with interest. Therefore, take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has more will be given, and he will have abundance. But from him who, who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. That was a lot to read, and there's yes. a lot to unpack. But what I mainly want to focus on is 
what each of them had. Mm-hmm. Now, there is a part in the scripture, specifically in verse, um, in verse 15, he said, he gave to each one according to his own ability. Yes. And so on the outside looking in, it may look like that master was favoring one person over the other, especially mm-hmm. like that guy got five. I only got one, but the master knew his servants abilities. He knew exactly what they were able to handle. He knew exactly what they were going to mm-hmm. do with what he gave them. And so when he came back, he expected those things. Yes. And so trying to connect all of this together okay so we're in season well we're in episode three right in episode one we started to talk about the vessel and we talked about how god knows exactly what we're capable of he knows our capacity he knows exactly what we're able to hold and in and of ourselves we may think that we have a particular capacity that may not line up with what god says but if we allow him to mold us and to develop us and to put us in particular situations that allow us to show our capabilities then we will never really see the full uh, manifestation or unfolding of what god has put on the inside of us and that's exactly what this master did he put them in a situation where it says, I know what you're capable of, mm-hmm. but I want you to see what you're capable of. Yes. And so be a good steward over what I'm giving you right now, mm-hmm. because when I come back, you're going to have that and then some. Yes. And so what we wanted to focus on in this particular episode is the little things mm-hmm. where we're saying, you know what? You may be in a very small beginning. It may not look like you have much, whether that's finances, whether that's time, whether that's, um, you know, a following, whatever it may be. But we have to be faithful in what we have. Yes. We can't despise our small beginnings. I have to um, link that scripture a little bit later because for some reason, I don't think it's in my notes. It might be somewhere down later. But the word tells us to despise not our small beginnings because as we tend to that, as we care for it and we seek Holy spirit concerning what it is that we should do with what he's given us first, then we'll see increase in our lives because we're becoming faithful stewards over Mm -hmm. that. So before I pass it over to Nay to let her expound on the things that Holy spirit has put on her heart, I wanted to make this very clear that even though this scripture is talking Um, In terms of money, um, the talents being like the coins that they use during the time, this is not just limited to our finances. It does include that, but it's not just limited to our money. This is also dealing with like our time, our other resources that God gives us, our abilities. And one of the things that Holy Spirit brought out to me was being a good steward over the word that he gives us. And that's like a biggie. I know that's something that I ask Holy Spirit to help me with a lot and so some of the things that I kind of jotted down uh just during my time of prayer and preparation was if God told you then it should be a priority to you Mm -hmm. it's got to be number one and that word priority can get kind of misconstrued sometimes where we think of it's just like first second third uh and you know just like in a sequential order but it's not just you know, in the order that it comes, but also the um, prevalence in our lives. And so if we're saying that the word of God is first in our lives, then it has to take precedence in our life where it sets the cadence for everything else Mm -hmm. in our life. And so if the word of God is not first, then 
we will allow our lives to be dictated and move in the rhythm that the world's cadence moves in. And so if that's chaos, if that's confusion, if that's, um, you know, lack and things like that, then that's how our lives will follow because Mm -hmm. that's the beat that we're following. But the word of God sets a particular rhythm for our lives. And when we set the word of God first, then the cadence for the rest of our lives is set. And so the word of God has to be priority for us. It doesn't matter what other people around us are doing or what they're saying. Um, And I would even go as far as to say, like, it doesn't matter what that word from God that other people are receiving. Yeah, we can receive those as our own too. And we can kind of put that in our repertoire of um just things to pull on when we need but we need to seek first god like concerning ourselves like god what are you saying to me Mm -hmm. what are you telling me and so um we have to take that into consideration when we're talking about being a good steward over those little things and so um our last episode that we um published um last thursday we talked about some of the scriptures that god put on our hearts um in particular Mm -hmm. as far as um things he wanted us to meditate on and um, one of the things that was said was like, you know, it may not seem like a huge revelation, like lightning is not falling from the yeah, sky and it things may seem like cliche. that. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's what God spoke to you, mm-hmm. and it was for you. Yes, and so you have to take it for yourself mm-hmm. because God is saying, "Hey, I'm opening up my word, and I'm revealing myself." to you for whatever it is that you need and so i need you to take that very very seriously um and so again it's the little things that matter and the um last couple things that i um, wanted to kind of highlight and that is we have when we do that we get ourselves in this rhythm i don't want to necessarily say habit because Getting in the word and um, doing these things should never seem like a habit, but it should just be a rhythm that we move our lives in. But when we take the word of God for ourselves and we take it seriously like this, where, you know what, God, you see something on the inside of me, and you're entrusting me with something, then like that means something to me. And so when we do that, we get ourselves in this pattern, in this rhythm of being able to just quickly and seamlessly obey Holy Spirit mm-hmm. when he speaks to mm-hmm. us. And I think that's just such a sweet spot. And when it comes to sweetness, like, I just feel like nobody else can speak on, like, the sweetness of just that fellowship and communing with Holy Spirit in the day. So I'm just going to let her take it from here. <laughs> All right. Um, one thing that popped up into my spirit while you were talking about that and reading the scripture was the only thing that I've been able to hear and see in my mind is obedience Mm -hmm. and so as you read in the scriptures how you know they received some and then if they were you know quote unquote faithful or obedient over they received more in doing what God had told them to do Mm -hmm. but when you got down to the one that did not do as he was told and I think we can relate to this in our own lives as well is that when God gives us something we feel like we know exactly what to do with it, mm-hmm. going on our own knowledge and our own understanding. Mm-hmm. And we're like, you know what? I'm just save this right here. I'm going to just set this right here on this shelf, God, right here. Yeah, I think it looks nice right there on that <laughs> shelf. Like he went and buried his, he went and buried his town. He was like, I think that's the perfect spot for that right there. But I think, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. But that's not what God had intended. Mm. And, and I feel like when we are given things like he was like that one talent or that one little niche that we have we feel as if we're inadequate 
and because of that we tend to bury it because mm-hmm. like yeah they i don't have as much as they do mm-hmm. i don't i don't sing like her i don't write the way that she does so i'm just gonna suppress and hide what i have and bury it but that's not what god has called anybody to do mm-hmm. even though it's something that's little but he has called us to be obedient and faithful over the one thing that he has given us because it's not the only thing that he's going to give us yeah. because he's a multifaceted God. Yeah. He's not just not, he's not flat. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> he has many facets. Yeah. And so that's the main thing that popped in my spirit was just obedience, obedience, obedience. And even going back to the scripture that um, I was talking about last week, that has just been like my mantra my theme in life in this season proverbs 3 5 and 6 trust in the lord with all your heart lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path and see i always go back to that part in all of your ways yeah. acknowledge him even if even in that little niche that he has given you acknowledge him in that and say father i thank you for this little niche that you have given me because i know that in due time that this seed that has been planted will not always be underground yeah because eventually it's going to take root and you're going to be able to see the beautiful flower grow it just takes time for beautiful things to grow and i believe that's what what makes us get a little antsy at times is that even those little niches that we try to bury and put you know put off to the side you know it takes time for stuff like that to grow and that's the main thing that popped into my spirit and we can also read this other scripture out of Proverbs 16. Yeah. Proverbs just um, has so many good things. Oh it my does. I tell people, look, you want to know about life? Go read the book of Proverbs and it'll tell you all about it. Mm-hmm. Extra, extra, day. read all about it. Yes, one for every day of the month. Mm-hmm. So, in Proverbs 16, verse 1, I was reading this out of the um passion translation and it says go ahead and make all the plans you want but the lord who will ultimately do, but it's the lord who will ultimately direct your steps <laughs> plain and simple <laughs> plain and simple it's just like yeah you go ahead and you write that plan go ahead Go ahead with your bad self. Go ahead with your bad self. Since you, you think you know everything. Since you think you know everything. Since you did it before. Since you did it before. And you know all the factors. Every bit of it. Mm-hmm. Every single variable. You know it all. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I'm going to make this plan and I'm going to do it. And then it flops. Mm-hmm. Then, and see, it's the part where you flop. You're like, God, where you at? And he's just like, right here. I'm right here. Waiting on you to acknowledge me. Hello. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> And God I wanna, is such a father. He is. <laughs> he really is. Oh. I want to um, read just a little bit more of that because there's still some awesome truth here. So on down in the right after that in verse two, it says we are all in love with our own opinions, convinced they're correct. <laughs> but the Lord is in the midst of us, testing and probing our every motive before you do anything. Here it goes again. Put your trust totally in God and not in yourself. Then every plan you make will succeed. Mm. It's a process. There goes that process again. Yeah. It's like we every plan ain't going to succeed until you put all your trust in me. Mm-hmm. 
because I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to do. Exactly what you need to do. Yeah. And I love this because it just brings things into perspective for us because, and myself included, you know, we can sit up and talk about all the time, like God is omnipresent and he's all knowing and things Mm -hmm. like that. Like we say all the things, right? But when it comes to application, (laughs) it's just like, God, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know. Because obviously you don't see this going on in my life. And so I have to plan it xyz because you you're apparently you're not like aware of this and god is saying i know this like Mm -hmm. i I knew this before you even came here yes and i believe that's something that we do we confuse god with him being like this big god he's Mm -hmm. like yeah you're a big god you can only see the big picture he's like no i'm in the details as well yes and i want to get into that yeah. I want to get into God being in the details. I like to call him a detail-oriented God. Yes. That's the English major in me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um, I want to talk about this out of Psalm 139. Okay. Ooh, that's a good one. The passion. Um, let's see. Yeah, the passion translation is <laughs> fine. Just a wild guess. <laughs> <laughs> so it says, Lord... You know everything there is to know about me. You perceive every movement of my heart and soul, and you understand my every thought before it even enters my mind. You are so intimately aware of me, Lord. You read my heart like an open book, and you know all the words I'm about to speak before I even start a sentence. You know every step I will take before my journey even begins. You've gone into my future to prepare the way, and in kindness you follow behind me to spare me from the harm of my past. You have laid your hand on me. Oh, my goodness. I could run a lap. Yeah. That's so good. It is. And that right there alone when Holy Spirit led me to that today, I was like, there, there is not one point ever in my life from before I was in my mother's womb and whenever I would be back you know my spirit will leave here there's never been a time that I've ever not been in the presence of God there's never been a time that he's not been there yeah that's so good that's a sila moment it is um if you notice like especially when you have those paper bibles like a physical mm-hmm. bible in front of you in the book of psalms a lot of times when it's something very profound that's being said or even like something so simple that it takes a moment for you to process because mm-hmm. you're thinking about like the bells and whistles and stuff yeah. but it's like no take a moment and calmly think about that sila mm-hmm. it's just like there's literally never a moment in time never where god is like I didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. He's like, I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's the beautiful thing, too. Yeah. God is not like one of these like obnoxious know-it-alls either. Mm-mm. He exists all-knowing, yet he has so much compassion and grace for mm-hmm. us that he doesn't throw it in our face. Yes. When we miss it time and time again, he's mm-hmm. just like, hey, you thought you knew it, but you don't. Let me help you. And that's the beautiful thing about surrendering to God is, you know, God, <laughs> you knew it all along, but you mm-hmm. were so good to me that you were like, you know what, we not we'll address the we'll address this disobedience and this uh, not mm-hmm. listening to me issue later. Yes. But right now, let me help you. Let mm-hmm. me be a good father to you. All of it is being a good father, the mm-hmm. correction and the you know the guidance and things like that. Yes. 
but that's so beautiful and it paints just this amazing picture of how a father truly loves his children because Mm -hmm. what good father doesn't want to see good things for their children and god is like i i loved you so much that Mm -hmm. i walked every single moment of your existence even the ones before you existed because Mm -hmm. he's so good that he orchestrated all the people that came before us all the ones that will come after us and he created this beautiful story and he connected it all together without a single flaw Mm -hmm. and he says but here you are flawed and all but the more you submit yourselves to me and the more you follow my holy spirit the more you get to see me unveil that plan that beautiful story that i have for you Mm -hmm. he's just that good oh gosh he's so good (laughs) the one and one of the things that stuck out to me in this passage of scriptures was um, verse five, when it said, you've gone into my future to prepare the way and in kindness, you followed behind me to spare me from the harm of my past. You have laid your hand on me. And this is what Holy Spirit spoke to me about that, because he kind of like what what he showed me was he kind of like put my life on a timeline mm-hmm. from and it just said beginning to end. And it started me like before the beginning I was there before the beginning and it was God right there at the beginning Mm -hmm. and it was like his line went like from beginning to end Mm -hmm. and then he circled around Mm -hmm. and it got me Mm -hmm. and then he took me from beginning to end he walked he walked he he walked it before me and was so kind and gracious enough to say, okay, now that I know exactly what's going to happen, I've walked through this. Now take my hand and let's go together. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he says that he's walking in kindness. You follow behind me. And, and the beautiful thing about that is that when we get into these situations that we get ourselves into, yeah. that he's always right there with us. And I I can't remember who I heard this from one time, but it goes on the lines of God loves us so much that he meets us exactly where we are, but he loves us too much to leave us there. Yes. Yes. Oh, and that's just. <laughs> yeah. Selah. Yes. <laughs> that is so beautiful. It is. It is. And we pray that as you're listening to this, that you're feeling the love of the Father um, just rushing all over you because God God is just so good and he's so he loving is. and he wants nothing but the best for his children and he has a plan for us and a lot of times we we choose to rebel against mm-hmm. the plan because again we think we know it all or we think that we got it from here like it's just like you're learning how to ride a bike and after you kind of go a couple of pedals down and you haven't fallen yet you're like oh I got it you can let go but just as soon as they let go, you may go down a little bit, you know, and mm-hmm. you're fine. But eventually something pops up that you weren't prepared for. It may have been a turn that you haven't practiced. It may have been a rock that was in the way. But because the adults saw it, they wanted to hold on, but they let you go. Because yes. they're letting you, they're, they're, they're not going to be forceful with you. God Mm-mm. is not forceful. He's um, very gentle and he's very kind. 
And so as we get ready to wrap this thing on up, I wanted to touch on uh, one more topic as we're uh, talking about this overarching idea of the little things. Um, I want to talk about obedience a little bit more. Um, <laughs> I That's just like a word that has colored my entire childhood and even now <laughs> um that's something that like my parents really harped on was the importance of obedience um but we're not gonna go that route but every time I say that word it just brings up those things but as I got older I began to realize why obedience was so important to them mm-hmm. and why they wanted it to be important to me and it is to me now and so um obedience again whenever I was talking about us getting into this cadence of um of heaven really where we're kingdom citizens because you know when we accept jesus in our lives at our as our lord and saviors we become kingdom citizens Mm -hmm. and we have to understand that we don't move like the rest of the world moves and so it's really important for us to stay in tune with holy spirit and to move according to his rhythm and we do that by obedience because just plainly speaking when we come into the kingdom of god even though that is our home that's where you know we originated from because our spirits come from heaven when we come to earth we have that sin nature and so we have been accustomed to the ways of the world you know naturally and so we have to learn the rhythm of the kingdom Mm -hmm. and we do that through obedience to god's word and so earlier whenever i mentioned about you know whenever holy spirit gives us a word no matter how quote-unquote insignificant Mm -hmm. it may seem to us or in comparison to someone else's we have to take that as our own and we have to place it as priority and meditate on it yeah. and really stick with it until Holy Spirit releases us. Go ahead. No. And so um, some of the things that I uh, wrote down just to kind of tie things together, because, you know, we like to make things connect as we're uh, going episode to episode. And we're talking about being this vessel where, you know, God has created created us for specific use and he knows what we're capable of all those things and so he begins to pour into us and he said hey you can handle this right now so i'm going to give it to you just like the master with the talents and he gave it to his servants according to each ability so he gives us that and then obedience allows us to tend to those things and so it allows us to i don't want to necessarily say prove our faithfulness but to um allow our faithfulness and our our current faithfulness level mm-hmm. to be revealed i'll put uh-huh. it that way because um the reality of it is is it's always there a, some level of faithfulness is on the inside of us whether it's we are really faithful or we're not faithful at all mm-hmm. and particular situations just reveals that and so we're able to see where we are and assess and, uh, and allow Holy Spirit to help us grow. And so as we do that, we begin to cultivate that word and we begin to grow. And so um, our prime example is Jesus. In the word, he tells um, his disciples, he says, I only do what I see my father do. And I only say what I hear my father say. And so there were a lot of people around him doing a bunch of great things. There were a lot of people around him saying a bunch of great things, but it wasn't what he was told to say. Mm -hmm. It wasn't what he was told to do. And so Jesus, being Jesus, you know, (laughs) a prime example, you know, just being Jesus, um, he went against the grain. And so for a lot of people, it was viewed as a counterculture where he was like, you know, I'm 
I'm literally doing what I'm supposed to do. It just doesn't seem like it fits within this context because what I'm doing is on another level. It's mm-hmm. on a different frequency. And so while y'all clapping on the, the one and threes, I'm on the two and fours yes. or, you know, vice versa or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be okay with that, with sticking out like a sore thumb, with looking different, with eyes on us because we are doing things very differently but we can't allow those things to hinder us from being obedient to the father and what he's telling us to do otherwise we're proving ourselves not to be faithful because we're putting our trust in man and their opinions of our of who we are Mm -hmm. versus who god has called us to be and who he's telling us to be and so in that this is how we become vessels of honor and vessels of purposeful use Mm -hmm. because a lot of times we'll wonder well god why did you make me this way why did why are you putting me through these particular circumstances and things like that it's because god is revealing our capacity Mm -hmm. and then he gives us the very thing that we need to feel our capacity yes he's saying hey i built this two foot by six foot room let's fill it up Mm -hmm. i'm not going to use half of it because if i only needed half of it i won't i would have built half yes but I gave you this, and so I'm going to give you this to fill it. Mm-hmm. And as you show yourselves faithful in this, I can expand. We can, yes. you know, have an expansion project where we'll knock this wall out. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, and it's not God putting boxes around us, but he puts boundaries and parameters because he knows what we're able to hold. Mm-hmm. Because if we go beyond that, then we become we don't we're not able to be faithful stewards of it because we can't handle it yes and so a lot of times we'll ask ourselves well god why why don't i have more why am i not experiencing um, more revelation or more of this or whatever and he's saying you don't have the capacity for it yet mm-hmm. show me what you can do with what i gave you yes and so going back to the servants with the talent the joker that had one he could have very easily ended up with three mm-hmm. if he did something with that one. Exactly. But he didn't show his well. He didn't show his master what he could really do, mm-hmm. or in a way he did. He showed him that this is all I could do. This is yes. the best that I could do. Mm-hmm. And so he was left with that. But the other servants, they were like, you know what? For so long, I've only had two talents. I've only had five talents. But I do have the capacity for more because I've been faithful with that. Mm-hmm. And so when my master comes back, he's going to see for himself that I can handle more. And what did they do? They got more because yes. they they handled that. Mm-hmm. And so in that, I just want to leave y'all with this statement that obedience brings expansion. Yes. And so if we want to grow and if we want to expand in the things of God and we want to see more of these great things that God has uh, planned for us, because he's a good father and he has it all planned for us, but he's not going to unfold it if we're not ready for it, Mm -mm. then we have to be obedient. There's a part that we have to play. And that goes again into what uh, we talked about. um, I believe it was in last episode about, no, it was actually in episode one about no longer like getting away from this passive faith Mm -hmm. we have to have active faith we have to have an active role in our growth and our development with holy spirit Mm -hmm. like god this is what you have said and so let's get on the move Mm -hmm. um before we close this out whenever you were talking about that it led me over to luke chapter five Mm -hmm. and we all know this is where Peter went fishing. Yeah. And Peter wasn't catching a thing. Not a thing. He'd been, Peter had been fishing all night long. And let me tell you, I've been fishing before, and I've had days 
to where I didn't get a nibble. I didn't get a bite all day long. Mm. Just sit out there for hours and nothing ever happened. And it being as hot as it is in Alabama, that can become very frustrating. Yeah. So Peter being out there all night long. On the sea. On the sea. I can't even begin to imagine how tired and irritated and just how devastated he was with, you know, his day because that's how they made their wages back then. Mm -hmm. You go to work and you don't get a paycheck at the end of the day. Absolutely not. No, Mm -hmm. Mm ma'am. Work that hard. Mm -hmm. For for free? No, ma'am. For free. (laughs) So I want to start off in verse one. And this little part is not that long. And I'm, of course, I'm reading out the Passion Translation. And it says, on one occasion, Jesus was preaching to a crowd on the shore of Lake Galilee. A vast multitude of people was pushing to get close to hear to Jesus to hear the word of God. He noticed two fishing boats at the water's edge with the fishermen nearby rinsing their nets. Jesus climbed into the boat belonging to Simon Peter and said to him, let me use your boat, push it off a short distance away from the shore so I can speak to the crowd. Jesus sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished, he said to Peter, Now row out to deep water to cast your nets, and you will have a great catch. I want to pause right there. Mm -hmm. Because we have been talking about the little things. Yeah. So he didn't start with telling him to push his boat off into the distance, into the sea to where nobody could see him anymore. Mm -hmm. But he told him, he was like, let me use your boat push it off a short distance away from the shore so I can speak to the crowd. And Peter let him use the boat. He was obedient. He was obedient. And then he was like, okay, now I want you to take it out into deep water. Take it a little further. Take it a little further. And then in verse 5, Peter says, Master, we've just come back from fishing all night and didn't catch a thing, but if you insist... We'll go out again and let down our nets because of your word. When they Mm. pulled up their nets, they were shocked to see a huge catch of fish and their nets were ready to burst. They waved to their business partners in the other boat for help. They ended up completely filling both boats with fish until they began to sink. Now, as common as this story is taught, read and preach um within the church i think it's important that we get to these um scriptures that are quote for well, these passages that are quote unquote familiar yeah. and that we already know what it's about yeah we know what it's about but what is the significance of the writer here trying to say and what happened yeah. what this what this author is saying here he's saying look it's not that Peter got a big catch. That's not the most important part of the story. Right. The most important part of the story is not that Peter got all these fish and man, it was a big old catch and man, they were talking about it for days. Mm-hmm. His business part was like, bro, we up. We up. <laughs> Don't forget about me, Peter. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, big dog. Remember I stuck with you when, when you was in that little boat. Uh-huh. Now you got a barge. And living large. Uh-huh. <laughs> But that's not the most important part of the story. The most impart- important part of the story was Peter was obedient Yes. to a man that he didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Going back to the little things, 
he started off with a very simple request and peter could have easily said no you can go use somebody else's boat i'm fine i'm tired i'm tired i'm ready to go home excuses 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 legit quote-unquote legitimate reasons legitimate reasons yeah there's a legitimate reason why peter is you know tired and ready to go home because he's been fishing all night but there's i'm pretty sure there was something there in peter's spirit i mean it doesn't say it in the passage but i'm pretty sure there was something there the holy spirit of course that was just giving him peace about the situation Mm -hmm. that you know let's just see what comes of this Mm -hmm. and because he went on the process the went in the process of obedience throughout the story then it was the big shebang yeah but the most important part of that is obedience and like you said obedience brings abundance Mm -hmm. But first, we have to start with being obedient over the little things first. Yes. In one version, um, I want to say it's the New King James. It says, Peter said, but at your word. Yeah. So, you know what? I got a list of reasons why I don't want to go back out there or that I can't or whatever it may be. But it's your word, so I'm going to obey it no Mm -hmm. matter what. And I think... A challenge here is good for all of us to where we seek Holy Spirit and we ask him, you know what, what are the list of reasons, quote unquote, legitimate reasons, excuses, whatever we want to call them. I call them excuses Mm -hmm. that we make up that prevents us from obeying God in the little things. I'll put myself on front Mm -hmm. street real quick. There are times where I will be, you know, in the house gathering my things or whatever like that. And... I will close the door, but like the door is not like fully closed or whatever, but it's locked. So like you can't open it and I'll, you know, go down the steps and I'll go and get in my car and Holy Spirit will check me. He said, go back and close the door all the way. And at one point in time, I'll be like, "Eh, it's fine. And I'll drive on off. And you know, it's not that like, oh, if I don't do this, something bad is going to happen. It's not even about that all the time. It's about, can God trust you with those small Mm -hmm. things that he instructs you to do so that he can trust you with more. And when I began to have a revelation of that, I began to go back every time Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit would tell me to do something. You, you drop that, go pick it up. Mm-hmm. You see that? Go back and fix it. It's not even mine to fix. Yeah. It's, it ain't got nothing to do with me, but Holy Spirit told me to do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be obedient to him in those small things. And I began to see God revealing even more to me and blessing me and not just financially, but in other areas more and more to where it's like, God, where is this coming from? And uh-huh. he had to show me. It was like, I trusted you with the small things and you found yourself. I found you faithful. Yes. You were faithful over those small things, so mm-hmm. I was able to bless you with even more. And that's my challenge to all of us yes. is find ways where you hear Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. It's not always going to be the lightning from the sky. Act. Yes. It's that still, small voice mm-hmm. where he's saying, hey, you know you saw that. Yeah. Go back and pick that up. But God, that ain't... Mm-mm. Go back and pick it up. If we are to say that Jesus is our Lord and our Savior, Mm -hmm. not just our Savior, but our Lord too, then he should be able to Lord over us. And that's Mm -hmm. something that's not very popular because we want to do what we want to do. We want to live our lives how we want to. But then again, on the same token, we want everything that God says that we can have. Mm -hmm. And 
away away with this whole gospel of you know god is just gonna shower these blessings on me with no conditions and things like that and that's uh, not to say no. that we have to be perfect and things like that but these things are conditional in they a way are. it's you obey you receive mm-hmm. it's it's uh, it's 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 just like an auto it's a process yes it's a principle if you jump off a ladder you are going to come down to the ground Mm -hmm. that is the law of gravity this is the law of obedience if you obey god in his word you're going to see the results that his word says that you're going to receive because he told us that in the word and so we start by the small things Mm -hmm. the little things first and i think all of that comes with just not like like you said you would you would hear him say that but it's more than just hearing what holy spirit says and listening mm-hmm. to him because yeah. when you listen to him you have to take time yeah you have to take time out of your day mm-hmm. well it's the day that he has made and i would <laughs> rejoice and be glad but it's but it's like the active and passive faith that we've been mm-hmm. talking about it comes to a point to where, okay, am I going to do exactly what he said or am I just going to let it go in this ear and out the other? Mm-hmm. Am I going to pick and choose when mm-hmm. I obey? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's good. But that prevents us from getting in the rhythm of that. Mm-hmm. If you don't practice doing that, then it becomes very difficult when it comes to the big things because there may be a time where God will tell you, hey, I need you to go and pray for this person or I need you to mm-hmm. do this for this person and we will hesitate. Yeah. And that hesitation comes from us not really knowing God as being faithful. And that's the thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of, it's, it, it's a two-part system where God is wanting to reveal our faithfulness where it's saying, hey, this is your capacity but also for us to be able to witness his faithfulness because we can know him as a good father and a faithful father on paper Mm -hmm. but it's not until we experience it for ourselves Ephesians uh, 3 and 19 out of the Amplified version says that it says knowing God through experiential knowledge where we experience him for ourselves and so a lot of times this practicing being obedient to his word is so that we can consistently experience Mm -hmm. his goodness in our lives to know that it exists yes because because again, people all around us say God is good all the time mm-hmm. and all the time. God is good. Yeah, we know. We know it. We can say it. But are we living it? Are we experiencing exactly. it? And we want you to experience it for yourselves mm-hmm. to where you are getting yourself in a rhythm where every single day when you wake up, God, I'm going to experience your goodness because mm-hmm. you told me to do something and I did it. You told me to do something and I did it. And I saw your goodness and I saw your light in this. And I saw how that impacted this person. And I saw how it shifted the atmosphere over here. And then eventually you'll turn around and you'll see like him increasing more and more in your lives. And Mm -hmm. it's not that God grows himself, but our revelation and our understanding of him increases. Yes. Amen. (laughs) So y'all, it's the little things. Mm -hmm. These the little things that we have in our lives, whether it's our niche or whatever it is that God has given us, don't just put it off to the side because it is little. Mm-hmm. Because we often think that little things are insignificant and they're not important, but they are. Mm-hmm. So we just encourage you to to not bury your talent. But instead, whatever God has given you, Follow those instructions and be obedient to the word that he has given and spoken over you. So 
that was episode three y'all yeah we thank you so much for tuning in to season two episode three of get Get the the picture. picture